Prepare yourself for Earthling Entertainment with your hosts, Joe and Ryan. Hello and welcome to another episode of Earthling Entertainment with your hosts, Joe and Ryan. I'm Joe. I'm Ryan. That's right. And here at Earthling Entertainment, what we like to do is a little bit of the spooky, a little bit of the creepy, we a little bit of the extraterrestrial. We have a great segment called uh, Spooky Stuff, where we cover all that. And then we have Ryan's Disclosure Discussion, where we focus on aliens. Then, in the latter half of the show, we do things entertainment. We talk about movies, video games, bands, you know, whatever else is going on in the entertainment industry that might be topical or popular, whether it be a celebrity death or like, uh, hey, they're making a slinky movie, which is actually true. <laughs> yeah, a slinky movie. Why wouldn't they? What would, what, okay. What are you going to do with a slinky movie? Now, uh, you know, everyone loves a slinky. Everyone loves a slinky. Oh my God! Gay, so that's slinky, it. Now, go, slinky, go. All right. So I'm imagining a weird situation where a guy really needs a win, and he brainwashes the the communities to everyone loves a slinky in the commercials. It's subliminal messaging. It just keeps going out. Like everyone loves a slinky. Glory to the slinky. You know, we have a slow motion <laughs> slinky going down the stairs. It's in black and white, and it's grainy, and you just hear like loud music stabs every time it actually makes a stair. Like, Fucking slinky. The rattling metal of your life come to a conclusion at the bottom of the stairs. So if anyone listening out there is too young to actually know what a slinky is, come on, you have the internet, Google it. It's a flippity floppity spring. It's a spring that that we were like, yay, these are these are great. Wasn't that like in like one of that book, like mistakes that worked where it was like just some, some attempt at something that, and it didn't work. And then they're like, kids, For some like, kids it, like playing with this shit. This is weird. And then they just sold it in there. And now, now, now it's, I don't know. I like that. I like the idea of that. All I know about slinkies is if you got a metal one and it got a kink in it, they would never work properly again. Never. And if you got a plastic one, it, they just broke and they, they yeah. sucked. They didn't work. They didn't have the weight to slinky properly. But there was something about, like, the texture of the plastic ones that I remember as a kid thinking was kind of cool. But you're right. The metal ones were way better. And the plastic ones didn't go down the stairs. No, no. The metal. You, you To get a proper metal slinky, like in Ace Ventura Pet Detective 2, when he got that slinky going down all the way the mountain of the Tibetan temple, except to that last step. Can you believe it? So close. It was right there. <laughs> Can I go again? All right, so that's Earthling Entertainment. <laughs> also in this episode, uh, at the end, we're going to do our first game in a really long time. This game is on Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Are you a fan of that film? I am very much. That is an old school. 1988. Yeah. I remember watching that. I, I don't know how I got my hands on it when I was a kid. And then uh, I just saw it at the store and bought it after that. But yeah, I think I, it was on, maybe it was on Sci-Fi? It probably was. I mean, it's a cult classic. So now a lot of people know it because it's just it's just a goofy, fun movie. And if you haven't seen it, you should watch it. It's like it's very it's the comedy horror kind of thing. You know, they have they have uh, a lot of clown tropes, a lot of alien sci fi ness. It's it doesn't take itself too seriously. Great film. But anyways, we are doing a quiz slash, you know, fun game with a guest. His name is Andy Cash, uh, our first guest on the show ever. Yeah. 
Uh, singer of the band Ken Soup. Ken's Soup. It's a ska band. Very good. Check them out. Yeah, I was just just jamming them out, man. Freaking Andy's got some killer pipes. Yeah, good good stuff. And I I've always been a fan of ska, and I like punk, and I like all that stuff. And so. he's also a comedian. That's true. So yeah, man, our first guest is kind of cool. And in the future, we uh, we've been talking to some filmmakers who have uh, uh, sci-fi movies out. And we have a few other guests that are going to come on. This is uh, not going to be probably every every show, but, you know, in the future, more guests. Yes. 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 And maybe I'll get to interview somebody. I'll have to think of a guest. Maybe I can get in here and see what kind of shenanigans we can get into. Yeah, we got to lock down the peoples. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, who wouldn't, who wouldn't want to be part of Earthling Entertainment, man? Like, we're, we're some cool cats, man. You know what? I'd like to think so. And speaking of coolness, you know what I like? Our first segment, Spooky Stuff. Ooh, it's Spooky Stuff. Was that a good segue? I can't tell. I, I, I'm for it. All right. Hey, guys. So that's what we do, Earthling Entertainment. The spooky, the creepy, then the aliens, followed by entertainment news. Hope you enjoy our show. And now we are going to do our first segment, Spooky Stuff. Spooky Stuff. Spooky stuff. The Jersey Devil. It's about time. Without a doubt, New Jersey's oldest, most enduring, and important pieces of folklore is the tale of the infamous Jersey Devil. For close to 300 years now, Jerseyans have told tales of this mythical beast that stalks the Pine Barrens and terrorizes local residents. The reoccurring nature of this story begs a few questions. Why have New Jerseyans embraced this legend so steadfastly? I don't know, it's cool. And above all others, is there actually some sort of creature roaming the Pine Barrens of southern New Jersey? And if so, what in God's name is it? Yes. All right. Jersey Devil. We, uh, this is kind of like, I don't want to say an obvious one to me, but it's like, you're going to do Bigfoot. You're going to do Nessie. You're going to do the Jersey Devil. Like, this one's right up there. And then I just, I thought, eh, you know, this is show number 22. It's time to pull the trigger. Let's, let's do, you know, let's, let's do a classic. They even named their hockey team after it. You know, they actually mentioned that in this article. Nice. Yeah. I mean, the Jersey Devil is so well known, and um, I've heard a, a couple variations of the story, and the one we have here is what I, I believe to be the most consistent. And uh, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy. Get ready for some spooky stuff. Legend has it that in 1735, a Pines resident known as Mother Leeds found herself pregnant for the 13th time. Damn it! Guy couldn't pull out of a driveway. <laughs> I like that. That was dirty, but that, that was, I, I approve. Good, good joke, Ryan. Good joke. Thank you. Thank you. Leeds is the name of one of New Jersey's earliest settlers, and many descendants of the Leeds family can still be found throughout New Jersey to this day. Uh, Mother Leeds was not living a wealthy lifestyle by any means. Her husband was a drunkard who made... Ooh, dark. Who made few efforts to provide for his wife and 12 children. <laughs> He's Nick Cannon! <laughs> <laughs> Reaching the point of absolute exasperation, upon learning of her 13th child, she raised her hands to the heavens and proclaimed, 
Let this one be a devil. Let it be a de Hold on, let, let's do the voice changer. You ready? Let this one be a devil. Quite. Mother Leeds went into labor a few months later. On a tumultuously stormy night, no longer mindful of the curse she had uttered previously regarding her unborn child. Yeah, like, why would you remember that? Like, you know, you find out that you're pregnant, and you're like, fuck, I bet this, you know, I hope this thing's a little devil. Like, that's not, why would you remember that? Her children and husband huddled together in one room of their Leeds Point home while local midwives gathered to deliver the baby in another. By all accounts, the birth went routinely, and the 13th Leeds child was a seemingly normal baby boy. Yeah, came out, you know, a little misshapen head, but that's normal. That's part of it. It's part of it. Kind of purple. One skin, part of it. Part of it. A little slimy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Need, <laughs> maybe needs a little helmet for the soft spots, man. Yeah, but just, just for a little while. Just for a little while. You know, you put some stickers on it, people think it's adorable. <laughs> Within minutes, however, Mother Leeds' unholy wish of months before began to come to fruition. Oh, shit! The baby started to change. Crap! And metamorphosized right before their very eyes. Transformers. Babies in disguise. Actually devils. <laughs> Barbecue sauce. <laughs> Within moments, it transformed from a beautiful newborn baby. A wee little babe. Into a hideous creature unlike anything the world has ever seen. It was wacky. The wailing infant began growing at an incredible rate. It sprouted horns from the top of its head, and talon-like claws tore through the tips of its fingers. Those are good for scratching. Leathery bat-like wings unfurled from its back, and hair and feathers sprouted all over the child's body. Its eyes began gl glowing bright red as they grew larger and the monster's gnarled and snarling face. I got nothing. That sounds scary as shit. <laughs> the creature savagely attacked its own mother, killing her, then turned its attention to the rest of the horrified onlookers who witnessed its tempestuous transformation. Ooh. Tempestuous. Ooh. It flew at them, clawing and biting. Nom, 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 faces. Voicing unearthly shrieks the entire time. It bit off the nose and the ears. It was like a monkey attack. It tore the midwife's limb from limb, maiming some and killing others. Then he put the body parts together to make a weird symbol, and then we go through the whole show, six seasons, and never figure out why. I will make a friend for me. <laughs> ICP reference. Okay, yeah. The, I was the, like, I did not get that one. ICP. Okay, was in ICP, were they putting together body parts to make a friend? Yes. You know, there's a movie called May that is also like that. It's very good. May. M-A-Y. It's like a weird Frankenstein. Yeah. Yeah. Check it out. Coming back <laughs> to the Jersey Devil. The Jersey Devil. The Monster. Then knocked down the door to the next room, where its own father and siblings cowered in fear. Oh, shit! And it attacked them all. Run, Billy! I'm too drunk to protect you! 
killing as many as it could. Oh no, I got Lisa! <laughs> Those who survived to tell the tale then watched in horror as the rotten beast sprinted to the chimney and then flew up it, destroying it on the way and leaving a pile of rubble in its wake. Don't worry, it was all unpacked in therapy. Hey, how much is a chimney? <laughs> I don't know. It's free. It's on the house. <laughs> the creature then made good its escape into the darkness and desolation of the Pine Barrens, where it has lived ever since. Creepy guy hanging out in the woods. To this day, the creature, known varyingly as the Leeds Devil and the Jersey Devil. Jersey Devil, let's be honest, it's Jersey Devil. It's the fucking Jersey Devil. Claims the pines as its own and terrorizes any who are unfortunate enough to encounter it. Yes, quite. As one does. In 18th and 19th centuries, the Jersey Devil was spotted sporadically throughout the Pines Barrens region frightening local residents and any of those brave enough to traverse the vast undeveloped expanses of New Jersey's southern reaches. Unearthly whales were often reported emanating from the dark forests and swampy bogs, and the slaughter of domesticated animals would invariably be attributed to the Phantom of the Pines. Just creepy sounds and stuff, right? I mean, it makes sense. You think there's a devil in there? And you hear some, like, pig squeal as it's getting its throat slit. You'd be like, oh, my God, it got him. I, I see videos of this all the time. Like, there's this one of this, like, dude gathering mushrooms. And it doesn't seem fake because he, like, legit, like, has a channel where he does mushrooms. And then this, like, horrendous shriek comes from. And he's just like, I think it's time to leave. Yeah, was that Bigfoot? What the hell was that? I couldn't even. Dude, it didn't sound like anything I've ever fucking heard. Yeah, I mean, especially depending on what kind of mushrooms he was picking, he might be like, oh, 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 I'm tripping balls. I don't want to deal with a bear. I don't think so. I think it was quite nerdy. Like, it was quite, <laughs> like, like... I actually do this for like, culinary purposes. Pretty, pretty, I don't even... It's just for the collection, for the purpose of finding it. Oh, look at this. I found it. Super rare. I like put this in my book. I like to press them and put them between the pages. Don't eat them, though. That's for the hippies. Ha, ha, ha. Someday these will be cordyceps and turn us all into zombies. I the like this. Last to... of us. Oh, that was that was such a good show. Mm, you know, mushrooms. It was good. I like that they had a a whole gay episode with Ron. <laughs> that was wonderful. With Ron Swanson, right? He will forever uh, just be Ron Swanson. I just think it's really funny that you worded it that way. Because... <laughs> I was trying to be funny. Yeah. Well, it, you know, congratulations, you made me laugh. In any case, <clears throat> excuse me, Vundaba, Vundaba. Let's go back to the Jersey Devil. Over the years, the legend of the Leeds Devil or the Jersey Devil grew. Occasionally, even, oh, I guess they really call it the Leeds Devil. I've never heard that. That must be local. Yeah, uh, that makes sense, though. The family's name was Leeds. Oh, the, what? My, sorry, I'm reading, and I might have already dumped that out the back of my butt. Uh, <laughs> occasionally, even overstepping the boundaries of its rural pine barrens, haunt to terrorize local towns and cities. The like mo- a dick. He's a jerk. <laughs> The most infamous of these incidents occurred during the week of January 16th, though uh, through 23rd of 1909. Yeah, so it was like a it was like, like a, a crime spree. Yeah, Jersey Devil broke into town and started causing all kinds of mischief. He's a rascal. There goes the neighborhood. He's a rascal. Uh, 
Let's see. That's uh, a Earth- really. That's a. By the way, that's a really racist thing. I just found out what there. There goes the neighborhood meant, and I. It, it's. I, I, I can put, I yeah, can put the two and two together. It, apparently, very racist thing. <laughs> I just think of Mr. Garrison from South Park. Well, thank God we got rid of all the Mexicans. Uh, like, <laughs> well, they do a good job with that character because it's like he is a perfect representation of that archetype, and they use him anytime they need someone who is uh, that kind of thinking. Well, and that was always the thing, right? Is he was like the one gay guy other than Mr. Slave. Oh, and obviously Big Gay Al. My bad. Sorry, Big Gay Al. Duh. duh. Yeah, you went a different way with that. I was talking about him being racist, but whatever. Continue. Well, I was just saying it's hard. It's hard to at the time. It was a little. Uh, it was controversial. I think to like really even like like oh you're gay. Oh please do anything you want all the time. We're sorry. Like <laughs> I kid. I kid. Joe doesn't like my jokes right now. I didn't say anything. I just <laughs> I didn't have windy, witty banter. Okay, and unlike Ryan, I don't talk unless it's gold. Because everybody knows everything I say is clearly cool. <laughs> a lot of what you say is pretty fucking good, and you leave me <laughs> speechless, so it's good to leave you speechless every now and then. Yeah, you got me on that one. All right, continue. All right. Over the years, the legend of the Leeds Devil grew, occasionally even overstepping the boundaries of its rural Pine Barrens haunt to terrorize local towns and cities. The most infamous yeah, of Yeah, like these... I said, his little crime spree. In the most infamous... Yeah, yes, I was just saying. So it was. this was in 1909... Between January 16th and 23rd. Mother trucker. Yeah, early in the week, reports started uh, emerging from all across the Delaware Valley that strange tracks were being found in the snow. The mysterious footprints went over and under fences, through fields and backyards, and across the rooftops of houses. I, I'm sure they mean that there was like little tunnels dug under under fences, but it's just like, were they just footsteps like he walked through the fence? Like, what do you mean by under fence? Yeah, like, how far into the supernatural does this step? Yeah, all right, I'm just, I don't know, weird observation, or I should say, listenovation? Uh, uh, no, that was stupid. Right. Listenovation. Apparently, it's not all gold, Ryan. <laughs> okay, that one was, that one was copper. Ah, mm, precious metals in the 1800s. They were even reported <laughs> in the large cities of Camden and Philadelphia. Panic immediately began to spread. And poses formed in more than one town. Fear and intrigue. I I don't know what the fuck poses. This has to be a typo. And I think it's probably posses, buddy. Posses? Yeah, like posses formed, right? So there was more than one. Yeah, like posses. Like people to hunt the damn devil, dude. Like posses formed. Oh, posses. Yeah. Like the insane clown one. Yeah. Well, I'll be damned. Yeah. Well, I'll be a posse. Fear and intrigue. You've never heard of posse before? I thought you were a fan of posse. I apparently have fucked up. Fear and intrigue grew even greater when it was reported that uh, bloodhounds refused to follow the unidentified creature's trail in Hamilton. Fuck that. Schools closed or suffered low attendance throughout lower New Jersey and in Philadelphia. Yeah, you'd feel kind of bad if you sent your kid to school like he was walking. And he's like, well, they got him. Who got him? Jersey Devil. What? It just ate Timmy. Just they got him. And that's when, the, that's when the cops come in and be like, sure, where'd you bury him? I swear to God, I did nothing. He just went to school. And then the chief gets there and it's like, oh, my God. Oh, 
were the hatchet and the pots, and I wasn't gonna cook them. Y'all make me sick. You should be ashamed of yourselves. Fuck you, Kappa! Bam, bam, bam! Jump out the window! Run, 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 run! Oh no, the juicy devil! And then eat you now. Nom, 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 nom. And then the child walked into the house just slightly late from school and was just fine and yeah. finds the parents eaten by the Jersey Devil and the cops astounded. To be fair, the uh, the mother clearly had some delusional issues. She There was a lot going on there. I mean, that was, she was apparently going to eat the kid. I don't know. It's not important. Jersey Devil. Poor Timmy. Mills in the Pine Barrens were forced to close when workers refused to leave their homes and travel through the woods to get to their jobs. Eyewitnesses spotted the beast in Camden and in Bristol, Pennsylvania, uh, and in both cities, police fired on it, but did not manage to bring it down. I mean, so people saw it. It was there for like a week. There were people who were refusing to go to work. The kids weren't going, like, they weren't sending their kids to school. Like, this was a huge thing. The cops apparently went stormtrooper on it. Yeah. They missed. A few days later, it reappeared in Camden. So fuck Camden. Camden is the nurse, because this keeps coming up. Uh, attacking a late night meeting of a social club. I wonder if it was AA. Yeah, what is a Dude. social club? There's yeah, a lot uh, of social clubs. That's why is any club a social club? Could you imagine being an AA and the fucking Jersey Devil bus in? It's just like everybody just looks at each other and goes, you know what? I think let's we go should to the fucking, start drinking. Let's go to the fucking yeah. bar. There's a bar. Uh. Right there. We almost just got killed by the Jersey Devil, and that was it. The end. Everybody fell right off that wagon. I kind of hope it's a Lamaze class. <laughs> I don't. Because <laughs> they wouldn't stand a chance. That'd be horrible. Oh, man, you went dark with it. I was thinking like a funny Family Guy sketch where they're all in Lamaze class. The Jersey Devil shows up. They all scream, and then you just hear like, and then everybody had a kid at the same time. <laughs> and then it eats the children. Why? Can't we just be for comedy, Ryan? No. Not everything needs to be dark. It has to be dark. It always shall be dark on my end, Joe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then it uh, then it flies away. Yeah, that makes sense. Earlier that day, <laughs> it had appeared. I, I keep forgetting it's got wings. It had appeared uh, in Haddon Heights terrorizing a trolley car full of passengers before flying away. Okay, so that's a whole trolley car of people who saw it. There are a lot of people who have seen the Jersey Devil. I mean, maybe it's just one of those things, man, that we just don't know is still out there. We got to get Forrest Gallant on the case. Uh, witnesses claimed that it looked like a large flying kangaroo. Another trolley car full of people saw it in Burlington, where it scurried across the tracks in front of their car. In uh, West Collingswood, it appeared on the roof of a house and was described as an ostrich-like creature. Okay, so we got a kangaroo, an ostrich. Everything I heard was like horse head, wings, hooves. It's, it's, it, it, I mean, they're all kind of similar, so I could see like they're all seeing the same thing, right? And you're seeing something you've never seen before. And so every, got, everyone's just doing their best. Yeah, you got to take in, yeah, the human account on it that yeah like you literally you don't know what the f you're looking at no never seen it before 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like that whole theory of the uh, the ancient alien theory where they're like, well, they, they were describing a dragon. And it's like, well, actually, they may have described a spaceship because they had no reference for spaceship. Exactly, you know? exactly. Yeah. Point of reference. And that's all they had. So, yeah, that's why like, I say that often when it comes to the, the longer back shit goes, the more I'm going to give it the benefit of a doubt because they were just explaining it how they understood it. And who knows? It could This could be real. It's like, look, dude, I know seven words. So to me, that is a, a, a dingle bop. Dinglebop. A dinglebop. Yeah. yeah. Not to be mixed with the dingleberry. Oh, my God. That is that is, that is a complete fl- flamingo. Don't get those mixed up. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. Jersey Devil. Firemen turned their hose upon it, but it attacked them and then, oh, yeah. and then flew away. So, I mean, it doesn't seem to follow through, at least. It's like, fuck you. Bye. Well, dude, I ain't going to fight a bunch of firemen. That's horrifying. Those guys can like wear 500 pounds of equipment and then drag a fat ass out of a building. I don't want to fight one of those guys. Yeah, that's a badass. Yeah, I'm just saying. Uh, the entire <laughs> week, uh, people reported that their livestock, particularly their chickens, were being slaughtered. This was most widespread in the towns of Bridgeton and Millville. The marauding misanthropy reappeared later in the week in Camden once again where a local woman found the beast attempting to eat her dog. Oh, that's not cool, man. She hit it with a broomstick, and it flew away. How big is this thing? Because I'm getting different images in my head. Because it's like, you hit it with a broomstick, you feel like it's not like the size of a Buick. I'm going with like probably the size of a small to medium-sized dog, because it was a baby that just kind of sprout these. But it did say it grew Yeah. in the original description. All right, so we'll say anywhere from like, I don't know. Three feet if it was like a little attack monster to like six feet. Say right? like a small like a small wolf. Okay. Uh, all right. Either way. With wings. It'd be it'd be creepy. That'd be horrifying. I do get it though, because if some like I got a little dog, man. He's a little minpin and his name is Pogo. And if something was attacking him, I would probably have to attack them back. And if it's like as big as a bear, like a grizzly, I might not go after it with a broom. But if it's something like, you know, I don't know, my size or smaller, maybe I would. You know, one of those hilarious neon spiky vests that got all like the thousands of spikes. Oh, that's good. That's good. Oh, man. So, I don't no, know. Uh, we got coyotes in uh, it, it, in my parents' neighborhood, dude, and they are huge. Well, your parents' neighborhood is right next to the woods. Right, right. And and I, I would get nervous now bringing my dog over there. I would be more nervous if it was something smaller, like a cat. Like your dog. Oh, I guess Luigi. 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 Yeah. yeah. My, my Boston Terrier. Yeah. Okay. He's small enough. Yeah. Mm, Boston Terrier. Oh, uh, dude. Yeah. He would be a little little snack. He couldn't do shit. He wouldn't even hear him. He's deaf as shit now. Anyway, he's old. <laughs> Speaking of how yeah. old uh, things are, the Jersey Devil is still seen today, right? And this is like the early 1900s, and it happened in what, like the 17, 1800s, at the beginning of this article. So. There either has to be a lineage of Jersey Devils, like there's like offspring, or I don't know. It's the same thing with the Loch Ness Monster, right? Like how long do they live? Is this one creature, or is that lives forever, or is it just like making more of them? Gives me like griffin vibes, kind of, because it's got the wings, but it's also like, but I mean, it does, like, is it like humanoid? But I mean, people are saying it's standing up like a kangaroo, so I guess it's on its hind legs. Okay, so uh, what is the word? Bipedal? Yeah, bipedal. So it's bipedal, like it is... It is, uh, I don't, I, I wouldn't say necessarily humanoid, but it is definitely like 
two arms, two legs, and it can stand up. Uh, does it always? I don't know. And, and I does don't, it ever gallop? Yeah, and I don't know nothing about the, you know, the the region here. I, I've never been in New Jersey really that long, so I don't know. Is there caves? Are there places where this thing could go where people? Well, don't I mean, go? the long story short, yeah, the Pine Barrens are a big. Like a big area of a lot of woods and other terrain and absolutely like something could be there the same way Bigfoot could be somewhere. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, that's not the issue. Like there is ample space for a creature to hide and giant sloths, giant sloths. I don't know why we're talking about giant sloths because they're another one that's thought to be extinct. But they uh, there are some people that think uh, Forrest Gallant thinks that that's the most popular, the, the most possible. Sorry. Uh considered extinct animal that's probably still around because they just... Uh, Why would a giant sloth still be around? Those things were freaking huge. Like, how would we not see a giant sloth? He said there are... I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to butcher this. I don't know exactly where, but he said that there's a certain uh, area that is, like, basically jungle is holy moly and we have no idea. It's about as unchecked as the bottom of the ocean. Okay, that's, that's freaking ridiculous, Ryan. If you think... Like, because of some article you read or some cryptozoologist is telling us that giant sloths may still be around, I need more information. You can't just arbitrarily throw that at me He's while we're on the air. He's no, found... no, no. What I'm saying is you got to be prepared. I want to hear an article about this shit. I want you to bring it next week. That You're sounds good. You bring giant sloth material to me. To me. I want to know about this. All right. So that's what I'll do next week. And, uh uh, we we have an idea for disclosure discussion next week. Yeah, but... that's why we don't need to worry about it because we can still yeah. play the video and all that stuff. Yeah. All right. All right. Cool. That sounds good. All right. Sloth it, bud. Dude. Yeah. We'll talk about that. Uh, I love Forrest Gallant. I don't know if you know who he is. He's got like a uh, Animal Planet show, and that's pretty much what they do is they try to find species that are thought to be extinct. And I know he's found nothing major, like nothing groundbreaking, huge, huge. But he's even still looking for the thylacine, the Tasmanian tiger. Well, that. Actually, I'm pretty sure is still around. They, they, they've been thought to be extinct. I know, for like 100 years, but we have like a video of it from the early 1900s. So it's not that uh, yeah, extinct. Yeah, exactly. We we do have actual video of it. So that's proof that it hasn't been that long. And uh, But yeah, and then we talked mammoths, of course. And mammoths now, I believe, have been pushed to Mammoth talk. 2026, I think. They now. just can't get their Jurassic Park started, Ryan. Uh, you know, I'm all, I'm I'm here for it. I really am still excited for it. But let me uh, let me go ahead and jump back into the Jersey Devil. Jersey Devil. While there has no, why is it the sling Jersey Devil like sling blade Jersey Devil? Mm-hmm. I reckon I like that brown devil. Hit it with a broomstick. I got some hooves. And I know what's wrong with it. Ain't no gas in it. <laughs> While there has not since been another week to match the frequency. Fervor, what is with these weird, like, these these journalists are just like, what can I say to make me sound so intelligent? I went to school for Fervor. English. Listen, as someone who uh, went to college and pays student loans, sometimes you just want to prove to yourself that you didn't waste the money. <laughs> well, here's my dumbass going, fervor. Like, it's like, who the fuck says that? Anyways, the intensity, the and the intensity of the January of 1909 rampage. The intensity of the January 1909 rampage. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Numerous sightings of the Jersey Devil have continued to be reported to this day. The tale of the devil has spread beyond the Pine Barrens and has been embraced by all of New Jersey, even to the point where it has been largely commercialized. 
The devil is portrayed in toys, on t-shirts, and is even the subject of his own feature film. It's the Jersey Devil coming to you prime time. I don't know. I imagine it like a sitcom. I like it. Yeah. I, I I heard like a, I, 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 I don't know which one is the audience button. There we go. Joe does the buttons. You know, I do really like the idea of that. Like, you know, the Jersey Devil shows up and it's like, He's got to have a nickname, but like he just always clumsy and just does something screwed up. And everybody's like, Jersey in the laugh track. <laughs> Couldn't sell those fucking cookies. You, if you can't <laughs> sell your cookies, put them away. Just Ugh. put them cookies away, baby. Speaking of cookies, Ryan, didn't I uh, and my wife order cookies from your son? And didn't my mother order cookies from your son? They are nestled gently in my mother's freezer. Excellent. When did the order come in? I believe that was back in October. <laughs> it okay. is the end of January, yeah, for just, the record. I just wanted to point that out to our audience. Your donation is appreciated. <laughs> I want my cookie dough, you son of a bitch. Oh, and I love this line. It says here, most famously, uh, as uh, quoted by the famous singer and podcaster Ryan Lang, the devil has lent its name to New New Jersey's NHL hockey team. That, that guy, that guy's cool. Oh yeah, that Ryan Lang. Yeah, he's Love a bit of a ho- bit of a hobbit. <laughs> bit of a hobbit, but he's cool. Bitch, how you not the hobbit? Bitch, how you not a hobbit? Yeah, <laughs> tell me again. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right, continue. Oh my God, South Park, I love you. Anyways, there are still many, however. Who believe that the Jersey Devil is a very real, very dangerous creature? There has been a constant stream of reports over the years of devil encounters. <laughs> that Most... just sounds harsh. It's just... I had a devil encounter, man. <laughs> devil encounter, man. I don't know what to do, man. <clears throat> Most often, people report finding strange, unidentifiable tracks in the sandy soil in desolate areas of the Pine Barrens. Some reports claim that they are the footprints of a strange bird. Ooh, ostrich. Yeah, that's where the ostrich comes from. Others say that they closely resemble hoof prints. Yes, or kangaroo prints, apparently. Although whatever it is walks on just two legs. Okay, so yeah, there you go. So it definitely doesn't even, like, fall. Bipedal. Yes, these are my hooves. Was that a Freddy Got Fingered? That was reference? totally a Freddy Got Fingered okay. reference. So, Tom uh, Tom Greed is a Canadian com uh, a Canadian comedian, and he is a ridiculous man who had a show on MTV called the Tom Green Show. And at the height of his popularity, he married Drew Barrymore and made a film that I believe came out in two thousand two called Freddy Got Fingered. And it's brilliant. It's probably the worst movie I've ever seen. It's not that bad, <laughs> dude. The end of the movie is he's jerking off an elephant, but and it, it ha- comes he... all over his father well, he's like, like I... a fire hose. Well, and he's like, and I learned so much, Dad. And he's like, I can see that. He's like, no, not just how to whack off an elephant. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so I don't know what to say besides if you are into fucking crude movies. Like, it is the one of the crudest movies I've ever seen. If you're into that, if that makes you laugh, you will love Tom Green's Freddy Got Fingered. I can talk back as fast as you can. 
There have even been a substantial amount of reports that describe the tracks as being cloven. A well-cited description of the feet-slash-hooves of a more famous devil, Satan. While less frequent, you gotta warn me, man. I can press the button. No, I try. I can do it myself. I can do it myself. Satan. I mean, I can do the voice myself. Satan. I know, but I like pressing the button. You do, and he does a good job of it. (laughs) There are still occasional reports of people who see more than just tracks and manage to catch a glimpse of old JD himself. I like that he's getting the abbreviation now. Yeah, I I honestly want to see it, dude. I would love to see, I mean, not in a situation where I'm going to get killed, but I would just, I'd love to see something supernatural in front of me. I would love that. I don't know about that. Yeah? I think I'm pretty cool with the boring at the moment. Like, like uh, until aliens come down and want to talk to all of us, I'm cool on, like, being the only one to see it. Because I feel like I'd go nuts. I don't know. Because I'd be telling you, I'm like, dude, it fucking came up. And you'd probably believe me. I wouldn't believe you. No, I wouldn't. I would, would not so believe That's what you. I'm saying. You I, go nuts. Dude, I want to be Mulder from the X-Files. I want to believe. I want to believe so bad in so many. And I, there are some things I believe in. I believe in a lot of uh, more alien stuff than than cryptozoology. But, like, I, I just, agree with that. I, I, need, I need to see something in my life. Like, I really, really do. I really want to see something. And just, I don't care. I want to know that it's real. Or at least that. The drugs I bought were very good. One or the other. I mean, at least. But, <laughs> dude, I think the best case scenario would be, like, if you and I happen to be outside barbecuing and we fucking saw something together. Yeah, that'd be that's great because then we'd the have best, something to talk about. It, that's the best case scenario is you see something with someone else and you both saw it, heard it, whatever. Because otherwise, yeah, I feel like I'd just go nuts. I, I agree. I'm thinking that, uh, yeah, I All don't right. know. Jersey right. Devil would be cool to see. Yeah, let me jump back in here. Uh, he is most commonly described as having the body of a kangaroo, the head of a dog, the face of a horse, and the heart of an angel. <laughs> he was so sweet. As oh. he, you know, he was very humane. He donated half his he check killed, to charity. He every killed week. my baby quickly. There was no pain. Ooh, delicious. Ooh, sorry. Went, dark, right. went a little dark there. Back to our description. Large, leathery wigs. Antlers, similar to those of a deer. Wendigo. Okay. A forked reptilian tail and intimidating claws. I have seen images oh, of it having God. the classic, uh, like, spike arrow tail, and I always liked that image. I think that was just devil imagery in general, you know, but it was fun. And who's to say this isn't a Wendigo, right? Because they say that Wendigos were shapeshifters and shit like that. We covered them. Totally, totally. skinwalkers and stuff. I'd love it to be a Wendigo, but yeah, that doesn't line up, unfortunately. Could just be like a separate species that's kind of like it. Its name is Wendabo. It's made of a redneck. And and then it's got its buddy, Wendabro. Yeah, Wendabro's in college. He brings the beer. Yeah, he's in Daita Aota Kappa. That's right, Dick. Say what you want about him. He always got bush light. I think that was brilliant. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Wind to bro. All right. 
Keep going. No, actually, you thought of that. Wind of Bros, Talking Windigos. Oh, right. You I'm... thought of that. Oh, I named, yeah, that was the name of the episode. It I totally know. was. I can't but believe I remember that. Coming up with random episode names is sometimes really difficult. That's why the last episode was just called Clever, Clever. Episode <laughs> Title. <laughs> I don't know how many times I'll get away with that, but at least once. Uh, every now and then you could just be like, we couldn't think of one. <laughs> we couldn't think of a title. Like, Today's episode is TBD. <laughs> AFK, bro. AFK. Hold off on the raid. Leroy! <laughs> While some Jerseyans embrace their devil as nothing more than a quaint figment of our collective imagination, so cute. a source of unification and pride, and a unique and important piece of New Jersey folk culture, Others see it as a very real creature and a threat to their safety. Still others who have sworn they did not believe in the existence of the Jersey Devil have had their minds changed after spending just one moonlit night in the Pine Barrens. There, where a ghostly mist drifts across the cedar swamps and an unearthly cry of some unseen creature can be heard piercing the stillness of the dark forest. Few disbelievers can be found. Whether it's deep in the Pine Barrens or deep in our collective unconscious, one thing is certain. The devil still lurks in New Jersey and most likely always will. Yeah, yeah. So some Jersey stuff. And then you know what? Just for fun, we threw in some eyewitness accounts. All right. So yeah, so our this first is uh, Mary. Yeah, her name is Mary Ritzer Christensen. Yeah, yeah Christensen. See, I'm terrible with names too. All right, <laughs> you ready? I'm ready. Go. This has haunted me since it happened in 1972. I was a senior at what was then Glassboro State College. I had heard about the Jersey Devil when I came to South Jersey. But being from North Jersey, a totally different world, I thought I was far too sophisticated to believe in such humbuggery. Humbuggery! One, one winter night, I was driving to Glassboro from Blackwood on Green Tree Road. At the time, the road was flanked by orchards and farms, there was a few houses, and there was hardly any development. I was completely sober and awake when I caught a glimpse of something in my rearview mirror. Totally sober. Curious as to what it could have been, I slowed down to take a gander. It was dark out, but moonlit enough that I had no trouble at all discerning upright figure of a creature crossing the road from one side to the other, roughly 25 feet behind my car. Holy shit! The figure stood taller than a man by far and had thick haunches, haunches. similar to a goat. We loved his goat haunches. Supporting its nearly human-looking torso. No human. And huge woolly head. It moved heavily and didn't seem at all disturbed by my being there. I 
didn't linger long enough to see much more, I hit the gas and flew to Mansion Park Apartments. Mansion Park Apartments. In the borough. Totally in the borough. So petrified was I that I slept the rest of the night in my car, which makes no sense. She didn't, Un- want, she didn't want to get out of the car. She unwilling. Was like, yeah, I, yeah, I was getting to that. Well, then it's... I'm just saying it. I was, more, I was unwilling... It made more sense than you said. ...to get out in the same darkness that <sighs> had introduced me to the Jersey Devil. Devil Jersey. Never again from that day on have I ridden on Green Tree Road. Fuck that road. Day or night. <laughs> That I haven't gotten the heebie-jeebies just thinking about that winter night so long ago. Yeah, right? Mary sounded annoying. (laughs) (laughs) Well, don't worry. Mary's gone now and Mary's not coming back. The next one is Keith. This is a a, uh, eyewitness from Keith. Just Keith. Like Cher. Don't ever camp in the Pine Barrens alone. I spent a lot of time in the Pine Barrens when I was, like, growing up in New Jersey. And I had to share my strange experiences. When I was, like, 13, I went camping alone near Hampton Furnace. I had a bow with me and went looking for rabbit dinner. Okay, this guy's a little tougher than I'm making them out to be. Yeah, yeah. And I look for a He's rabbit He's going to hunt rabbits with a bow, dude. About an hour before sundown. Have you, have so, yeah, you yeah, ever yeah, shot he, anything sorry. with a bow? Yeah, Keith just changed. <laughs> Keith is now wearing flannel. Something started following me back to the trees. It tailed me back to my camp and circled while I cooked my dinner. This kept up till about uh, two hours after dark. And let me tell you, it was one dark night. I finally decided that my visitor had moved on and crawled into my tent. When I just started to calm down, I heard a foot stomp down right behind my tent. Yeah, that's scary as shit. I Have got, you ever yeah. been in a tent when there's noises on the outside you can't see? It's not like there's a window. I was in my tent. I'm telling the story, bro. I'm Keith. Yeah, I broke in the fourth wall. My bad. Yeah, I'm Keith, bro. And I'm telling you this story. Sorry, Keith. I don't know why Keith goes from like a southern to the bro to something. We're going all over the place. Maybe Keith has multiple personalities, dude. Don't trust Keith. I got all set to jump. Out. Oh, sorry. It's a full sentence. I got all (laughs) set to jump. But out when this thing, whatever it was, started screaming. I would compare the volume of the scream to a large truck's horn. Oh, yeah, dude. Total redneck at that point. I couldn't decide what to do. I had to. I had my bow and knife. But they didn't seem like much. After several blasts, it just stopped. I didn't hear a sound except my heart for about an hour. I was sure that if I stuck my head out of that tent, I'd lose it. In the morning, I could find no tracks in the pine needles. To this day, I still don't like sleeping in tents. I'd rather take my chances out in the open. Well, presumably, well, you're a badass, yeah, presumably the tent was what saved him. Yeah, goddamn, Keith. You, I don't get your logic, but you are you are a badass, sir. Yeah. Oh, here's Sonny Z. Sonny Z. Let me tell you about my sight of the Jersey Devil. 
I was I was driving up Route 9 in Bayville at around 10 p.m. There there were two cars in front of me, and we were traveling about, you know, 35 miles per hour. To the right of Route 9 is a mini mall-type building with woods behind it. You know, it's, it's got all the good tobacco shops. And uh, to, to the right is all the woods. All, all of a sudden, I saw this big thing running across Route 9. It, it looked like one of the classic pictures of the Jersey Devil. It had no tail, no fur. Its ribs showed. It had a long, odd head with short ears that laid flat. flat flatter than my girlfriend's titties. You know, oh, what, I'm, you know what I'm saying? Oh, you know, yeah, we're you know, dead. It looked almost uh, you know, 10 feet tall. Oh, yeah. So I noticed it because the first car stepped on its brakes, and uh, as did the second car. So clearly other people noticed it. When I looked ahead, I, I saw this thing galloping across Route 9. It's straight into the woods. Okay, so that's not bipedal, right? So maybe it was just a deer or some shit at that There's point. There's that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was not really scared because it did not I register wasn't yet. scared. I stopped to mail something in the mailbox about 300 feet from the main road, and I saw a child's <laughs> shirt, shorts, and uh, just one sneaker. Couldn't find the other one. Laying on the ground. Did he eat a kid? Is that what he's implying? I don't know. I mailed my letter <laughs> and uh, ran into my car and uh, laid rubber the whole way home. Because that's when I got scared. I was certain, you know, that uh, I had seen the Jersey Devil. No one believes me. They say it was a deer. Even you, fucker. That's true. I've never seen a deer that big, that fast, or that weird looking in my life. It was the first time I drank absinthe. <laughs> Other than my mother-in-law. <laughs> uh, what, what is the really <laughs> he creepy? He doesn't like his uh, wife's mom. What is really creepy is that the uh, other two people driving in front of me uh, stepped on their brakes. So they might have seen it, too. Yeah, see, that is just good detective work there, bud. Thank you, Sonny Z. All right, our final witness account is from Anonymous. Oh, there, it is Anonymous. Yeah. So, that, I mean, there's, not, try, really I'm, more, I'm like, there's I'm, not really more of a joke there, I'm like, bud. yeah, I'm like, fuck, there's not a name to go off of here. All right, hold on. I shall call him, or her, her, let's do her. Okay. Stephanie. I can totally do Stephanie. Okay, um. In the late 1880s, a couple of my friends and I... It's at 1980s, to be clear. 1980s, whatever. A couple of my friends and I took a camping trip to the Pine Barrens. I was unaware that we were headed to the home of the Jersey Devil. No one told me. That he's gross. Ew. We headed out on our bikes and did not share uh, partying that night. Ew, I was watching my calories. Uh, the next day, while everyone was asleep, three of us decided to hit the trails a bit earlier than usual. And we were about 100 yards away in the woods when my bike stalled out. I looked and found my friend's head stalled also. Weird. So motorcycles, not bikes. Or like dirt bikes or something. Something like an engine. <laughs> you think we were riding bicycles? They could get all sweaty? <laughs> Ew. I'm, I'm sorry, Stephanie. At first, I thought it had something to do with the terrain or maybe something to do with the nearby power plants. 
50 feet away from each other. It, says, it does say nearby power plants. How many power plants are there? I I know about all the power plants, sweetie. There's like three of them. They compete. I know all the guys that work there. They're all hot. <laughs> 50 feet away from each other. Exactly. 50 feet. Uh, other, we tried to pick up, start up our bikes when suddenly... I, I need you to pull back Stephanie like ten percent though, because it's getting it's getting hard to listen to. When suddenly from the woods we heard the most horrible piercing scream. It sounded inhuman, like something being tortured. Once back at the camp, they asked us if we had heard screams earlier. They had heard them too, like four miles away, give or take. Oh my god. That night we headed into the local town because we ran out of booze. We went into a bar, and or I ordered a drink, still in shock from what I had heard that morning. Oh, my God. Can you believe it? I was t- totally I was in shock. Uh, the, the bartender asked, hey, kid, what do you see, a ghost or something? After I told him the story, he smiled and said, looks like you met our little friend. And then he asked us. <laughs> it sounds really like I'm imagining that a bartender saying that to like a fucking 20-year-old girl like, Looks like you've seen our little friend. It just seems so creepy. You want to see him again? I'm going to tell you about my little friend. I got a mattress out back. He's a devil. <laughs> With an anti-gravity folding chair. <laughs> an anti-gravity folding chair? In, yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I got nothing. That's awesome. All he right. asked us to come out back. Oh, see, showed us showed us the mattress. No, showed us a tin garbage can that was shredded to bits. It looked like the shreds were made from something with three claws, not two, not four, but three. Well, we can't rule out Wolverine. I have never returned to the Pine Barren since, and I do not plan on going back. No, fuck you, Stephanie. Oh, okay. So that we was that you. was our. I will la- never do that voice again. I'm sorry. Yeah, but it was just, it, was, <laughs> it was fine. But it was the it was the Stephanie start kind of took a, a a turn that I wasn't ready to narrate, and I lost it. Oh, wow. Well, you know, it's not just eyewitnesses. Like the in actual newspapers, and there's actual reports and of the Jersey Devil, like actual. Like, I don't know. I, we, we printed it on paper. We cared enough to print it in paper. For instance. The Jersey Devil makes headlines. According to the Asbury Park Press of October 1988, a man who lived in Howell Township encountered the devil in 1981. He described the creature as having a furry body, huge feet, with three toes on each one, large teeth, and stood about six feet tall. Alan McFarlane, no relation, chief ranger of the Wharton State Forest for over 20 years, relates a story that happened in 1980. He had gone to a farmer's house near Jenkins, Leroy Jenkins, Leroy Jenkins, where he had came upon four pigs that were lying dead close to their pen, pen, and the back of their heads had been eaten out and there were scratches all over the bodies there were no tracks or blood on the ground and the ranger had no explanation of what had happened well clearly this ranger did not watch starship troopers it was a giant brain bug from planet p it came out and it used its weird straw like uh you know 
I pokey thing stabbed the head and sucked out the brains. It was shown clearly in that film. Watch Starship Troopers, bro. I don't know. Jersey Devil. Uh, all jokes aside, Jersey Devil is known for sucking out brains, right? So. And I mean, it's been around for so long. I I give it my usual rating, where I'm like, I'm not closing the door on it. it it's probably possible that there's a a crazy kind of species that is so reclusive that we just don't know. But what do you think about the whole it uh it I mean I don't want to not that it's actually a devil, but what do you think of the origin story of like this woman gave birth to a child who was uh physically normal and then mutated into what's known as the Jersey Devil, killed a bunch of people and ran away. That what, not so much. Not so much. Because... I figure that sounds like a folklore origin story for people who saw this creature and were freaked the fuck out. And they turned it into a campfire story. But, I mean, I still don't – I'm not denying that it could exist. Well, there are weird birth defects and, like, other things that, like, maybe maybe this woman didn't have birth to a child that was deformed and may have uh, resembled something that, that was more scary. And it, it kind of also grew from there. I'm reminded of Game of Thrones where that's what uh, uh, Pedro Pascal's character said to uh, the dwarf where he was like, he was like, the biggest disappointment was you. And he's like, because I was told what a monster you were. Like, oh, red tail, uh, red eyes, you know, scrawny, ar- crazy, you know. And then he's like, and I got there and I'm like, this is just a baby. Yeah, this, this is just uh, uh, someone who has that, uh, you know. This being an entertainment podcast, I just I, I figured I could bring in a little Game of Thrones no, reference No, no, that's in the there. point. That's why yeah. we're Earthling Entertainment, referencing shit, bud. Yeah, and, and that's what I'm saying is like, that's how. You know, it's tale as old as time. The, the, we say it all the time here, the telephone game. <laughs> Things always get a little bit more out there. It's true. It's true. So, I mean, damn, dude, that was a deep dive in the Jersey Devil. That was uh, <coughs> are you, almost an hour. Well, it's famous. <laughs> so famous, like like we said, you know, it's it, they, they named their <laughs> fucking hockey team after it, which is, uh, I believe, still a thing today. It is. It is. I'm way behind on hockey teams. My bad. Well, that's because uh, I'm not a sports guy at all. But like the the fact that we are in Detroit and the Lions are doing so well, that's kind of like the sport of the hour, right? It's been pretty sweet. Yeah, we just uh, we just played a hell of a game uh, the other night, and uh, we won again our second playoff win. This hasn't happened since like 1991. I'm super stoked for all you sports balls people. I'm pretty stoked about it. I grew up in a family that always rooted for him, so therefore I always did. I was never a huge fan, but uh, the fact that they're doing awesome is pretty sweet. No, it is very sweet because I have a lot of people in my life who love sports. You know what I mean? I got to be honest. The Oscars are my uh, are my Super Bowl. So like we we literally had Oscar parties and took bets on the winners and like all this other stuff. So I do get the camaraderie of like sports. I just was never a sports guy. Hell but yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, anyways. That's it for spooky stuff, and welcome. Uh, we have another segment, which is Ryan's Disclosure Discussion. Right here on Earthling Entertainment. Ryan's Disclosure Discussion. All right, this comes to us from NewsNationNow.com. NewsNationNow. Chandelier UAP photo shows strange object over Persian Gulf. Interesting. UFO journalist uh, Jeremy Corbell has released a photo of what he is calling a chandelier UAP spotted over the Persian Gulf. Uh, 
The yeah. photo was taken from a video shot by a military thermographic forward-looking infrared camera, or FLIR. So we're basically looking at heat signatures, not an actual physical object. In the photo, I mean. Correct. According to this. Yeah, according to Corbell, the object is officially designated as a UAP, otherwise known unknown aerial phenomenon, by the Pentagon creepy so yeah they they looked at it and we're like uh yeah we we got nothing I, when jeremy corbell's behind it i i tend to listen uh if you look at it from the bottom it looks like a chandelier corbell said thursday on elizabeth vargas reports uh it says here the uh uap bipartisan bill aims to project protect pilots uh reporting these kind of sightings in the photo... Yeah, because a lot of times you lose your career. If you're like, we saw a UFO, they're like, oh, great, drunky, never fly again. And and that's how it used to be. Yeah, totally. Yeah. That, that's probably arguably like the best progression we've really had with all this. <laughs> people aren't disclosure? As, yeah, they're not as afraid to speak out. Yeah, I mean, that alone is, like you said, probably why we've taken like leaps and bounds in the last few years as far as new information is concerned. And uh, so in the photo, the object also looks star-shaped, and some online have suggested it resembles the chaos star or the symbol of chaos. Well, hey, guys, we're going to let you decide for yourself. Ryan is going to post it on our Facebook today. Uh, he'll just he'll, he'll post it up at some point. Yep, I'll put that up there, and I'll put it on our Instagram as well. I just saved it. Excellent. Uh, Corbell said he could not release the video i was telling you this we, he, he has he said it was only four seconds but he still can't release it well yeah he, i mean he doesn't want to give anyone reason to throw him in jail and throw away the key you know due to national security concerns yes exactly yeah here. you uh, don't want to you don't want to do something against the government any government if you live in that country listen to your government probably <laughs> probably i mean unless you are, that's know, why I respect him. Is I don't he, want to get political. He does it right. You know what I mean? He does it the way you've got to do it. That way he can just get it out there without bullshit. Uh, he says, uh, I hope the full video of the Chandelier UAP does come out, uh, presumably released by the Pentagon, he's hoping. The uh, Defense apartment, Department. Hold on, hold on. Can I yeah. just interject for one second? Yeah. I just said listen to the government, and I felt really icky when I said that. What I mean to say is cover your ass and don't give yourself a reason to be tracked down or paid attention to by the government. I mean, there's a lot of reasons why you shouldn't necessarily listen it, to them. Yeah. It, <laughs> it felt yeah. icky. I had to interject. I'm sorry. I don't want. We are on a paranormal podcast, and I just said listen to the government. Okay. That sounds like. I'm a fucking plant. <laughs> no, I knew what you meant. You were just saying, like I was just saying, you, you that why I respect Jeremy is he he plays by their dumb rules. If you play by the rules, you won't end up in jail. At least, is you know his. I imagine his. You can't exactly. you can't report anything from a jail cell. And that's what I, that's why I respect him because anything he puts out, you know, he's put in the work. Because yeah. he yeah he's not throwing his career away. This is what he's got. Uh, then it says here the uh, Defense Department has established an all-domain anomaly resolution office, which is tasked with investigating UAP reports and sightings. And a lot of people, uh, I'm going to interject here for just a second, a lot of people like in the community hate the term UAP, and I kind of was opposed to it a little bit because I'm like, it's fucking UFO. But 
Jeremy explained it on a podcast I was listening to re- recently where he was like, it covers all the spectrums. It works. He's like, he's support- he used to kind of talk shit, but he's like, it makes sense because it covers the USO. It covers the UFO. It covers, you know, uh, yeah, strange it, phenomena. It's it's like keep adding letters to the LGBTQ thing. It's like, I, we just want to cover everything, okay? It, yeah, so it's a UFO. It. UFO is what? Unidentifying flying object. And UAP is unidentified aerial phenomenon. Uh, so it does uh, make it's, sense. Uh, anomalous. Oh, it's a weird thing. I always get it wrong myself. Unknown aerial phenomenon. Yeah, you had, yeah, it. You I had did, it. My bad, yeah, my yeah, bad, my don't bad. Don't correct me. My bad. That was me. <laughs> Uh, but uh, but yes. Yeah, so it says here, uh, other images and photos are available to the public on the website, uh, which is uh, the I guess the Defense Department it has has photos up. Yeah, that the weird star, and that's what it kind of looks like. It kind of looks like a star. It's and, like uh, a compass to me, like on a map. Yeah, I'm always I always look at these things, and I just it would be so much easier if it was just like a straight up sci-fi picture of a spaceship. Like, oh yeah, look. There's the cockpit. They got some fire coming out the back. Yeah, it's a spaceship. And we always just seem to get a video of a video or a photo of a photo, photo of a screen, because it's so top secret that it's just some ballsy dude who took a video of it or a picture. I know. It's just it's the aerial phenomenon. Or it, girl. It does. That's true. The aerial phenomenon, it does. It irritates me a bit because an unidentified flying object, an object describes a object, something physical, right? So aerial phenomenon, it's like, what is it, right? Uh, you watch the movie Nope. You know what I mean? Jordan Peele's Nope. I or mean, that, or, the whole time you're thinking, and spoilers for spoiler. the movie. Yeah, spoilers for the movie Nope if you haven't seen it yet. But the whole time you're like, okay, this is going to be about aliens. And it may or may not have been. We don't actually find the origins of the creature at any point. I guess it is an alien. But the spaceship is the creature. It's not actually a spaceship. It's, it's a living thing. It's like a flying, uh, what, like a stingray or something. Basically just something that we don't understand. Just a completely different creature. Yeah, yeah. Very good movie. Very cool. Um, good for a watch. They did, yeah. They did subvert expectations for sure. I have only seen it once, and I really enjoyed it. So I don't know if it's good for rewatch. I'm, I mean, after personally, I haven't wanted to. I watched it once after Cats Out of the Bag. You know, that's and you know that's how a lot of those movies are. But I mean, amazing for a watch. Definitely watch it if you haven't. And. Uh, Sorry if we ruined it for you. Yeah. Well, I mean, to be fair, we did say spoilers. We I don't did. know. It's like you think you're going to see E.T. and you end up seeing Jaws. That was nope. Pretty much yeah. in the West. Like almost like Tremors from the Sky. Tremors from the Sky. That's uh, that's whimsical. I like that. Thank you. Okay. Jumping back in. Uh, the Chandelier photo is featured in a new documentary series hosted by Corbell who speaks to an unidentified U.S. intelligence official about the puzzling image. The official is heard telling Corbell, quote, it is the most bizarre structure with no purpose and a speed that has everyone across the intelligence community just asking questions, trying to figure out what this thing is, end quote. According to Corbell, the object has a heat signature unlike anything I've ever seen before, and people in the intelligence community have reported to him it appeared to have no flight control surfaces such as a cockpit. Okay. So this, you know, maybe it is a creature like we talked about. All right. uh, And then this kind of covers something we're going to cover next week because this was released at the same time. It says right here uh, where they're talking about the uh, jellyfish UAP. 
Yeah, we talked about it uh, very briefly the other day, and we played the video, and we were talking over it and giving like commentary. And for some reason, it didn't work, so we had to edit it out of the uh, the episode. So we will be doing it again. Yep, next week. Even though it's a little late to the party now. That's fine. I think I'll do. I'll, I'll try to get some extra stuff on it for it. Uh, I'll try Excellent. to get anything that's new. Uh, and giant sloth. And giant sloth. Uh, both of them are going to be ready next week. I promise. All right, but yeah, this one says, like, a Marine says jellyfish UAP was a ghost story of their base. Uh, quote, they don't know how this thing was maneuvering the way it was, just kind of rotating, Corbell said. It's very bizarrely moving. The release of the photo comes a day after the release of the video uh, purporting to show a jellyfish UAP flying through a U.S. military installation in Iraq in 2018. Oh, the video. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was creepy. In releasing the images and footage, Corbell says his mission to find out what is true about UFOs and demand transparency from the government. It's unidentified, which is very dangerous. To have something that you don't know its capability or intent, that is a big deal, Corbell said. UAPs in general, I don't even know where they come from. Who's controlling them? But the fact that they can come out space, mon- uh, uh, so they can outpace, outmaneuver, outperform anything we have, that is an issue. Another quote from Jeremy. Yeah, that is worrisome, right? If you know anything that's better at you that everything, you kind of hope your uh, your your what you want is aligned, right? Right. And and like I said, I I love Jeremy. I respect Jeremy. This photo is very odd. I am really hoping they just release this video because I want to see something something other than it. Just it just looked like I said it just looks like a like a shadowy like compass on a map. That's well, what it looks like to me. Well, you know, if you guys have any uh, listeners out there, if you guys have any opinions on it, tell us. Hit us up on uh, hit us up on Facebook. It um. It kind of looks like a Christmas star. Like I don't know what else to say. Like it, it's uh, it's a bit square, right? But the corners of each square are kind of like an arrowhead pointed in that area. And, obviously and then there's a cross some... along the middle, which once again those points come to an arrowhead. So like I said, it's almost like a square with a uh, crosshairs across it, and the crosshairs is slightly longer than the square's diameter. So it looks like a Christmas star or a snowflake. I don't know. And they and this image was taken through thermal, thermo uh, imagery. So it's like that's the heat. I was gonna say so. Apparently, this sounds like the new thing for people who are really trying to jump into this subject, really dive in. You need to get yourself thermal imaging camera system, and maybe you'll find something. Apparently, because uh, the way the way it's sounding is these things can just be there at any point, just flying in, and checking us out, and leaving, and we didn't even know because these uh, these images they. From my understanding, you can't see them without it being thermal imaging. It's they're literally invisible unless we catch them on this camera. Yeah, they sent a whole task force against uh, against these things with night vision goggles, whatever. You know, obviously this is a big deal. It's a military base, and it can only be seen by thermal imaging, and it cannot be locked on, which. Yeah, they like view, they can't lock on it at all. They view it as active. Uh, what's the word? Uh, intelligence. Like, yeah, like where they they uh where they disrupt your ability to lock onto them. I forget what it's called. All right, yeah, but I get what you're saying. That's yeah. it's crazy. Well, damn, that was a good that was a good 
Ryan's alien disclosure, I will say. And Thank next you. week we're going to expand upon it a little bit more and talk more about the uh, the squid UFO. This Lots one. of new stuff coming out. I the, love the, it. Yeah, the star we were describing was the chandelier UFO. Yep, yeah. yep. And like I said, it, it it's so cool that it seems like we're getting more and more of these stories. So I'm going to try to keep as up to date as I can when it comes to these. I'm going to try to keep more uh, modern but I, I might jump back into some uh, older uh, cases and theories and stuff because they're all very important and they all contributed, in my opinion, to where we are today. If it weren't for all those whistleblowers all throughout the past getting laughed off, saying, oh, it's just an orbital light, you know, whatever, here we are. And I think it's awesome. I got to be honest, I hit the wrong button on that one. That was squeaky. Yeah, that was way too squeaky. Very squeaky. And I was, was going to say, is the edge of disclosure. The edge of disclosure. All right, guys. So that's it for Ryan's Disclosure Discussion. And now we are going to jump into something we haven't done in a while. That's right, a game. A game about a movie. The movie we're doing a game on, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Yes. So get ready and enjoy. Well, how's it going, Andy? Hey, Joe. Doing well over here, man. Excellent. So this is Andy Cash, and he is our first official guest of Earthling Entertainment. There's going to be more guests in the future. We have some filmmakers. We have some sandwich comedians. We got a lot of people. Andy, what do you do? Uh, so right now, I am cooking at a local restaurant, but uh, I make videos. Uh, I just played a show. I recorded an album uh, like two years ago. And we played a show at uh, Small's Bar in Hamtramck last Friday. Super freaking awesome. Uh, we're like a ska punk band uh, called Ken's, Ken's Soup. Ken's Soup, yeah. <laughs> so I do want to point out that, like, this guy is so modest. You know the first thing he says? Well, you know, I cook. Who says their day job first, man? <laughs> he's in a band. He's done a lot of improv. I know he's, I'm pretty sure he's done stand-up. He's a stage performer. I mean, come on, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I do. Yes, I, I do. I do perform a lot. Um, uh, haven't, haven't, haven't gotten into a lot of improv here yet, uh, but definitely plan on doing that. And um, also starting a well, not starting, but joining a sketch comedy group. Uh, we're going to be filming around Detroit. Um, they're called Fridge Gang and uh, super excited about that as well. Well, excellent. So, the reason why we have him here today is he's going to do uh, our game. We haven't done a game in a really long time. Now, we used to do them every show, and they were on movies or sequels or things like that. And it just got a little uh, repetitive because the guest was always, you know, my co-host, Ryan. So, I decided that we were going to be done with the game until we were able to bring a guest on the show. And, lo and behold, here we are. So, today's guest... Game is going to be 15 questions, a quiz, if you will, multiple choice, of the film Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Ooh, yes, 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 yes. So, uh, are you familiar with this? Uh, yes, I am. Uh, I actually did watch it um, not too long ago, and I am... I think I, I think I know enough, but I know... Just also being a fan of this podcast, I know you throw a lot of curveballs in there, so I tried to dig deeper, but um, we'll see what it, we'll see, yeah, 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 we'll see how it goes. Yeah, 
<laughs> right on. So like I said, it would be 15 questions, multiple choice. And uh, so, hey, guys, here is the trailer. If you have not uh, ever heard of this movie, here we go. It was a night like any other night. Then something happened. Did you see that? Something different. It's no shooting star. Why here? Why now? Why clowns? They've been knocking them dead all over the universe. What are you gonna do? Knock my block off? Soon they'll be doing it at a theater near you. Killer clowns from outer space. just cruising through the galaxy and stopped here for a bite to eat. You don't need a police bell, you need a psychiatrist. Uh-oh. They want to play games? They're messing with the wrong guy. What are you in for? Killer clowns from outer space. It's crazy. Yeah, so big 80s fun for sure. All right, so you ready to jump in, bud? Yeah, I sure am, Joe. Thanks. All right, so here's our first question. Andy, who is the director of Killer Clowns from Outer Space? Is it Stephen Cohedo, Grant Creamer, John Vernon, or Susan Snyder? Oh crap! Um, this is like the one <laughs> I didn't look up. Any... You, you didn't look up. Any... Okay, let me tell you, there's more than one crew question. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna just take a shot in the dark and say B. You say Grant Kramer, and that is absolutely wrong. Ah, oh, dang it! But let me ask you, how do you pronounce that top name? Um, Stephanie Chido. Ch- no, no, top name. Oh. Yeah, Stephanie Chiodo. That's Steven, for sure. Is it? <laughs> oh, that's definitely Steven. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that's the answer. And the reason why I was asking how to pronounce his last name is because I don't know, and I don't want to be a jerk. This is the director of the film. Um, it's C-H-I-O-D-O, so we're going to say Chiodo. And you know what's funny is I've loved this movie forever, and I've seen YouTube videos about it, and I've heard this last name. But, of course, when we're recording, nothing. Nothing. All right, so first question, wrong. Next question. The clown's spaceship looks like what? A, a clown car. B, a big top tent. C, an ice cream truck. Or D, a rubber chicken. 
Uh, I'm going to go with a Big Top Tent. That is absolutely correct. Very good. Very good. All right. So Ryan told me that uh, he looked at these questions beforehand and he said, holy crap, if this was four out of like if this was five being the hardest, this is a four. He thinks this is a really hard quiz. I didn't think it was that hard. I thought I was pretty conservative, but we've asked two questions and you've gotten one out of the two. Right. So I say jury's still up. I mean, it's at least you're at least 50 percent there. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Question number three. Who plays Mike Tobacco in the film? Is it A, Royal Dono, B, Michael Renda, C, Grant Kramer, or D, John Vernon? Uh, The last one was Grant uh, Kramer. Kramer. I don't know why my brain's going crazy. Um, You know, I watched, like, part of the credits. (laughs) I watched, like, the first couple names. It was late. Um, I'm going to... Have to do a shot in the dark, sort of. Um, I'll try, because I think I said Grant Kramer for the first one. Let's try Grant Kramer and see if he's Mike. Oh, my God, you've done it. That is correct. All right, so that's two out of three. Well done, sir. Fourth question. Which popular comedian makes a cameo at the beginning of the movie? Is it A? Colin Quinn, B, Mike Myers, C, Dana Carvey, or D, Christopher Titus. Um, beginning of the movie. Uh, I'm gonna go with D. That is correct. It is D, Christopher Titus. Which, by the way, that dude had a show called Titus. And Uh, uh, did you ever see it? I haven't, no. Okay, so it's it was really funny. Like, I really liked it back in the day. It's definitely um, going to appeal more to the uh, not politically correct crowd. It was definitely more of a I like guns and red meat kind of show, but <laughs> yeah. it, he's pretty funny, and I really, really liked it. The character of his brother was uh, my favorite character. He was just this goofy love ball, and uh, he played the redhead in A Christmas Story, that weird the ginger bully. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yep. yep. Anyways, he was great in that. Anyway, so watch Titus. I I guess that's really unnecessary to bring up. But the point (laughs) is, you are correct. That is three out of four doing wonderful. All right, so number five. What was the name of the clown marionette who destroyed the ice cream truck? Again, what was the cl- name of the clown marionette who destroyed the ice cream truck? Is it A, Papa the Clownzilla, B, Jumbo the Clown, C, Johnny the Clown Zombie, or D, Jojo the Clownzilla? Uh, so I have absolutely no <laughs> idea, but I know it. How I, do you not know this? I, <laughs> this is common freaking knowledge, bro. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I know the scene. Um, oh man, I'm just gonna <laughs> have to do. This is why it's multiple choice. When I gave these games to Ryan and they weren't multiple choice, he was he he had nothing. Yeah. <laughs> um, there was there was two clownzillas, so maybe it was. I'm gonna go with the. I think it's C, the zombie. Okay, so C is Johnny the clown zombie. Is that your final answer? 
Yeah, that's going to be my final answer. And that is finally wrong. Uh, yeah, it is D, Jojo the Clownzilla. Ooh. I know, that's I know. That's a cool name. All right, so that's another one wrong, buddy. Uh, You're still doing good. That's three out of five. All right. Number six, which group of brothers wrote, produced, and directed the movie? The Zucker Brothers. A. B. The Cahodo Brothers. Cahodo Brothers. <laughs> C. The Farley Brothers. Or D. The Cohen Brothers. If you paid attention, you should know this. Yeah, I'm going to go with B. The C-H-I-O-D-O oh, Brothers. Chiodo. 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 I like Chiodo. We're going to try to stay of Chiodo. Chiodo. And I just threw my phone. All right. Cool. Uh, you are correct. That is it. Chiodo Brothers. <laughs> Number six correct. Yes, yes. All right. Who plays Debbie Stone in the movie? That's right. Question number seven is who, 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 who plays Debbie Stone in the movie? Is it A, Judy Arrowson? B, Kelly LeBrock, C, Claire Bartlett, or D, Suzanne Snyder? Um, I believe it's D, Suzanne Snyder. Yeah, that's totally correct. Why did that button not work? There we go. Yeah, that's totally correct. That button worked. Oh, man. So you're doing pretty good. I'd say you definitely have more than half of them. So, you know. Let's just keep this train a moving. Number eight. When was the movie released in the United States? Was it May 27th, 1988? January 27th, 1988? June 2nd, 1987? Or December 12th, 1988? Ooh. Um, well, I know it's 88, and there's three of those. Or at least I'm pretty sure it's 88. Um, or it's that one, number C, that is June 2nd, 1987. Let's see here. in. I would say, well, uh, I'm going to go with the, was it the June 88? June is the 87. It's January 27th, 1988, so it's oh, with the J. Is that yeah, what you're Yeah, I was thinking of, yeah, I think, let's go with January. All right, so that you're saying B, January 27th, 1988, and that is wrong. Oh. The answer is A. A. Dumbass. Oh, God. Who doesn't know offhand that that film came out on May 22nd, 1988? Like, what the hell, man? I know, it's, it is common knowledge. And Jesus. I, just, I know. Should be a little, just a little ashamed. <laughs> All right, number nine. When the clowns start their march through the town, they shoot the townspeople with a gun that turns them into what food? The answer is A, hot dogs. B, funnel cakes. C, cotton candy. Or D, lollipops. <laughs> uh, that's going to be C. Cotton candy. See, cotton candy. You are correct. I'm sorry. I'm really trying to get into the whole showmanship of, of, of giving you these questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I love it's, it. It's important. It's important to be to be fun. <laughs> yes, it is. All right. So number ten, which shadow trick does one of the clowns use to eat a group of people? So I'm going to clarify. He makes shadow puppets on the wall. 
one of those shadow puppets eventually eats a group of people. Is that shadow puppet A, a Tyrannosaurus Rex, B, a Godzilla, C, a giant chicken, or D, a bunny? <laughs> um, It's going to be A, a Tyrannosaurus Rex. That is once again correct, sir. It is A, Tyrannosaurus Rex. Why does pterodactyl start with a P? I don't know. I always wondered that. Okay, that is an important question. We need to talk to scientists, bro. Yeah. Fucking scientists. <laughs> In the meantime, number 11. What was the name of Debbie's ex-boyfriend? Was it A, Ryan Lang, B, Joe Wakefield, C, Michael Renda, or D, Dave? <laughs> I'm going to have to go with D, Dave. You know, I don't know how you got that one, but you didn't get that the movie came out May 27th, 1988. I mean, geez. You got some eclectic knowledge, sir. Eclectic. That is correct. Number 11 is, in fact, D, Dave. Number 12. What falls from the sky as the alien's ship is destroyed, exploded, goes boom, boom? Is it A, hard candies? D, Cupcakes, C, pies, or D, donuts? Uh, it is going to be C, pies. That is also correct, sir. Oh, my God. I got to push the button again. In fact, you also get a gangster walk. Doing pretty well. Yes. Excellent. All right, so number 13. Now, we only have 15 questions, so number 13. How do you kill a clown? Is it A, stomp on their oversized feet? B, wash the makeup off their face? C, fire? Or D, excuse me, I missed my, oh, D, pop their noses? Ooh, I'm going to go with D, pop their noses. That is correct. D, pop their noses. You know, I haven't done the research myself, but I'm told that a lot of the masks from Killer Clowns from Outer Space were repurposed in the uh, amazing film Ernest Scared Stupid. And a lot of those trolls were actually repainted Killer Clown masks. Okay, so uh, just really quick. So when I was watching it, I was like, this really reminds me of Ernest Scared Stupid because I, I was watching it with my sister, too. And I was like, this really reminds me of it. And especially, too, like, when you kill them, they do this weird, like, spin thing. And they kind of disappear. Keep in mind, in that film, you kill them with milk. Yes. Because kids movie. Yeah. Mother's yeah. care. Milk. Yeah. Oh, oh, my God. They mean boob juice. <laughs> Excellent. All right. So breastfeeding, not weird, people. It was in children's movies. Kill them with boob juice. <laughs> All right, so na -na 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 number 14. Which character escapes the clowns at the beginning of the film only to be kidnapped later on from her home? Is it A, Officer Hanson, B, Debbie, C, Farmer Jean Green? Huh, Farmer Jean Green, that's a great name. Or is it D, Stacy? It's going to be B, Debbie. It is, in fact, Debbie. <laughs> All right. Here we are. Final question. The final question. Let's see how you do. All right. 
What is the name of the clown leader? Is it A, Bozo the Clown? C, Clownzilla? No, that was B, excuse me. B, Clownzilla? <laughs> C, Emperor Clown? Or D? Hold on. It's not D. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think I misspelled that. We're going to call it Barry. All right. So is it A, Bozo the Clown? C, uh, D, fuck. Is it A, Bozo the Clown? B, Cloudzilla? C, Emperor Clown? Or D? Doesn't matter. It's not D. Go. Okay. Um, I guess I'll go with C, Emperor Clown. It's actually Clownzilla. So you did not get that one right. All right. Now let's count your total. All right. So I honestly, I didn't have a pen. I was supposed to have a pen when we were doing this game. Oh. So let's see. Uh, I, I don't think you got that one. We know at five, you had three right. So that was three. You did get that one four. Yeah. Did you get that bad one? I think you yeah. got a majority of them yeah, right. Yeah, I got Suzanne. Yeah. yeah. All right. So that's five. You didn't get that one. You got that one six. You got seven. You got eight. You got nine. Do, 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 do. Doesn't matter. You got nine. That's more than, yeah, that's more than half. You fucking nailed it, bud. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. If you want to have a proper game, get a guest and don't try to stump your co-host. All right. <laughs> so thanks, man. You did it. You're the first successful game on Earthling Entertainment. How do you feel? Oh, I feel awesome. I feel really great. It's a, it's an honor to be on here. So I really appreciate you letting me come on. Excellent. So in a, 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 as a show of appreciation, I demand you make everyone listen to it and to download the episodes. Yes. People need to download these damn episodes. Yes, please get them downloaded. Go on Spotify. You can you can have it where it downloads them as soon as they come out. So that's how we tell the almighty algorithm that we are worthy. Download, download them. Ha ha. So, Eddie, before we go, do you have anything else you'd like to say? This is your opportunity. This is your soapbox. Anything you want to say at all, go ahead. Hot takes on anything crazy and fucked up, or just a movie or a video game, or do you have absolutely nothing? Because I put you on the spot and you're not good on the spot. Here we go. And spot. Yes. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I would say check out um, Ken's Soup on Spotify, Bandcamp, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, check us out. We just played a show, so we got a lot of cool pictures um, by uh, Pick It Up Media. They came through and, and did a bunch of photos and po posted some movies up, uh, some videos up of us, which was really cool. Um, check out uh, Fridge Gang, on I believe, on Facebook and Instagram as well. Um, check out Moose Key Productions on Okay. Facebook. At this point, you're just naming things. What are the? Are these all yours? Uh, what are these individual projects? Yeah. So okay. <laughs> so okay. So yeah. Ken Soup is um, ska band. Ska band. All right. That I I wrote and played guitar for. Uh, Fridge Gang is the is the sketch group that I just joined. Fridge Gang. Fridge Gang. And then excellent. Fringe or fridge. Fridge, like refrigerator. Excellent. Fridge gang. I love sketch comedy, so I'm down. <laughs> and then uh, Moose Key Productions is just my own sketches. It's me. I wrote, directed, filmed everything on there. And um, that's, uh, I assume, YouTube, right? That's on YouTube, yep. And then, uh, yeah, my Instagram is at Wobbler Stompler. Excellent. Well, it was lovely to have you, sir. And uh, 
Yeah, so man, that was a fun game. I'm really um I'm glad that we got a guest. It was just cool to finally uh have some, you know, it's not like talking to you is a bad thing, but new new blood. New blood's a good thing. No, that's that's awesome. No, uh big big shout out to Andy. Thanks for being the uh the first guest on Earthling Entertainment Podcast here. Uh we hope to do more of these and uh make sure to message us and stuff like that. If you've got a story to tell, like yeah, definitely. If you've seen something, if you know, if you know a family member that's got a crazy story, maybe we could see if we can get you on here. That might be cool. Yeah, yeah. And uh, to be clear, there are a few people who have reached out to us to be guests already. And I, uh, I apologize if I haven't gotten back to you sooner. It was there was the whole Christmas holiday. It was the beginning of the new year, and now we're just kind of figuring out how we're gonna go about doing it. Because, like I said, this was our first one. So, if you have already spoken to us, uh, I'm gonna get back with you shortly. And uh, no disrespect at all, we're very happy you're interested, and we would love to have you on the show. We would, we would. It's uh, this has been a, a learning project for us as we go along we, we're, we're learning more and more about our equipment and how to get shit done and uh how to incorporate some more different stuff to kind of yeah and know. just see what works see what ideas work yeah yeah but yeah. so yeah thank you for listening to earthling entertainment and uh we appreciate it uh, next week we're going to cover a giant sloth that might still exist because i'm gonna make ryan tell me more about i'm gonna this. do that i'm gonna good. do that good We'll have our normal spooky stuff and we'll jump into more entertainment. All right. So thanks for listening, guys. And uh, for everyone here at Earthling Entertainment. That's me. See ya. Bye.